is up, guys? He's your guy, Thomas Gann, TG here for Ice Cold Sports. As you may notice, this is a uh, the audio quality sounds a lot better. I actually have a microphone now, which pretty sweet. And that is all thanks to our guest today, Mr. Noah Shiver. How you doing, Noah? I'm doing great, Tommy. Thanks for having me back on. Um, uh, this was everyone. If you can't see this, Tommy's wearing a Gator shirt. I am wearing so a Gator I, shirt. I, I like that. I like that. Yep, he's Noah's wearing a Gator's uh, sweatshirt. We so we did a gift exchange this year. We'd never done that before, I don't believe. Well, actually, it was supposed to be. I was just going to be nice and send him a nice gift, a little Gator's hat, which that was nice. You know, it was small, but I nice. do love the hat. Good hat. But then he then gift cucks me. He gives me a better gift. Better. Hey, what, what's up with that? He gives me this microphone, which is great, and it just. It's sad. It's just I had to. I had to sad. support the podcast, other than just gracing you with my voice. So, all right, let's uh, let's get started here. Uh, tomorrow's game, or I guess this will be today's game, because this game, this podcast will probably out be out, you know, after midnight to make it. This is the Christmas podcast. Um, Viking Saints. How hot is Mike Zimmer's seat at this moment? I, it's it's hot, but it's not blazing. And I think that he's got one more year. And I'll tell you why. The Vikings have a young, young, young team on defense with their top two uh, linebackers getting injured. So that's Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, both pro bowlers, all pros um, year in, year out. So I think even though I don't know how much better Zimmer would be with them, I think that that gives him a little slack. And I don't think that he's going to be fired, but it's it's warming. I'll say that. It's definitely warming. They're underperforming. It's in the time. microwave. It's in the microwave? I mean, uh, how long does Kirk Cousins have on his deal? Because I feel like those two will be tied at the waist. You know, as a lot of people think this, but they were not – I don't think they're really tied together. You know, Zimmer would what, Zimmer um, wanted Teddy. He never explicitly said it, but he kind of had said subliminal through messages was like, we got to keep the defense together. We got to pay our guys on defense. And I don't think he really wanted to shell out the big bucks for Kirk Cousins when that deal happened a couple of years ago. Um, but Kirk Cousins is not the team's problem. Kirk Cousins can keep up with anyone. Um, and I, mean, I don't know if you want to get into that this week, Tommy, or not. Well, no, we won't get um, into it. I mean, I, you know my opinion. I think he's not that good. You could do a lot better. You should probably should draft a quarterback instead of keeping him around. But we don't want – that will take up a whole, a whole episode if we do that. So let's just move on to San Francisco at Arizona. Um, this game – this is one of the weirder games I've seen in a while because it's technically at the home stadium for both of these teams, even though they're not both from the same city. Because so right where are now, they playing? They're playing at Arizona. Okay. San Francisco is playing their home games in Arizona right now. Oh, got you. Yes. Um, can the Cards hold on to the seventh seed? Because as you may know, my Chicago Bears went against and your, the Vikings. Viking. Ah, uh, the Vikings are dead. Vikings are done. There's the, there's a chance. There's yeah, a chance. No. Let's be honest. The bear probably the Bears. Can they hold on? I'm guessing yes because the Bears had to face the Packers. Uh, last week of the season, what do you think? I think Arizona's a good team. I think they're better than their record shows. They're falling um, off, though. They Tyler has not played as have great. had a little slump. 
but um, I think they're going to hold off. The San Francisco team is not good right now. They're getting um, better. They're getting better. Their defense isn't horrible, but I this team is. Yeah. This is Arizona's game to lose. Yeah, that's probably true. Literally, Indiana- Arizona's playoff spot to lose. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yes, definitely. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. How worried should Steelers fan be right now? Because we had a tough couple games. Tough. <laughs> tough to say the least. Um, I think they're going to bounce back. I really do. Pittsburgh, they've got an experienced quarterback in Big Ben. I know he's not playing his best right now. Yeah, he's not. He's on his last um, legs. He is a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and people forget that. Well, so um, is Joe Flacco. Who do you trust more? Trent Dilf- uh, Big Ben or Philip Phil Rivers? This weekend. Phil. Really? Okay. Gun to head, Phil. Now, I think that Pittsburgh has more weapons. They're a more talented team. Now, if we're just talking quarterbacks, I like Phil more. Uh, they were the same draft, if I'm correct. But Phil, I, I don't know. I, I've always – I think Big Ben's a better quarterback overall looking through their careers, but I like, I like Phil more this year. So, I think they have to be worried. I think that Pittsburgh probably – they need a bounce-back game here. I think that's what they're probably going to get. Um, Chicago Jacksonville. Will the Jags end up with Trevor Lawrence at the end of the season? <laughs> you got to say yes. I mean, if Jacksonville's smart, they tank these last two games. Not that they would they have to smart. probably lose anyway. Yeah. But, um, you know, the whole Trevor to the Jets thing really was interesting to me because just a couple of years ago, everyone was saying how Sam Darnold was the next Andrew Luck. And, um, are they give are they going to give up on on um Darnold yes are the Jets going to give up on Darnold yes now it's a little unfair because I don't think Darnold's had the the fair shot he's had he terrible coaching he had a defensive coach in Todd Bowles and then Adam Gase Todd Bowles I feel like got a little too much flack I like I'm not Bowles. saying he's a bad coach but you need an offensive coach to develop. no you're you're right I'm I'm not disagreeing with you I'm just yeah. saying overall compared to the Adam Gase era. Bubbles was not so bad. Um, yeah, it's it's very funny. I mean, the Jets coming together and winning that game very much one of the bigger upsets we've seen in a long time in the NFL with them being the Rams in Los Angeles. And all it does is just screw them over. And I would love to see Trevor in Jacksonville. What almost makes it funnier is the fact that that, that the Jets are probably going to get uh, Justin Fields, who I've, I have said multiple times before, will be a bust. I I gotta agree with you on that, Tommy. He's going to be a bust. Um, I forget who said it the other day. I think it was Brady Quinn or something. Even said he needs to stay another year. He has not shown this year the hype that he's gotten. Well, also, Ohio State quarterbacks end up traditionally being busts. You cannot name one successful Ohio State quarterback in the pros. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Agreed. Well, the Rams at Seattle. We were talking about that Jets loss. One of the toughest losses to rebound from, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Now, that is, I will have to say, I want to say a couple weeks ago, I was big, big, big on the Rams. And then they lost to the Jets. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just, how do you bounce back from that? I don't, I don't get it. It's hard. To the winless Jets who are a meme of a team. Now, to be fair, this is a league where it's any given Sunday. I know, I know. But the Jets, who were almost apparently tanking um, with their Engage 8 versus the uh, Raiders, yeah. but I'm just – maybe the Rams, it was a 
it was a um, trap game. They weren't ready. And I think I think they could bounce back this week against Seattle, who's fallen off a little bit from the beginning of the season. But that's that's going to be a great game. Well, from the beginning of the season, they looked really good. And then they got really bad for a while. Now they've looked a little better in recent in recent weeks. But yeah, I still like the Rams to bounce back. That's going to be part of Gigi's quick pick coming up later on. Buffalo at New England. The roles have reversed. The universe is flipped upside down. Hell is frozen over. New England has been eliminated from the playoffs and will have a non-winning record for the first time since 2000. And Buffalo wins the NFC East for the first time since 1995. I still think you the Bills weren't can go even all the born, way. Then. Yeah, we were not. We were three years from being born. I still yeah. think the Buffs, the, the Bills can uh, can win the Super Bowl. I think they can go pretty far. You know, now after the past couple of weeks of Pittsburgh kind of falling off, who's gonna who's gonna beat them in the AFC? Well, the Chiefs. I mean, Chiefs. They, Chiefs. They're but, far other, and away the best. Chiefs. Other than the Chiefs, who's really gonna compete with them? Well, the also. I think this is another take of mine that uh, Josh Allen should be the NFL MVP. If you're not going to give it to Derrick Henry, who probably deserves it because he's a running back, you got to. I think you should give it to Josh Allen. Honestly, I don't give it to running backs anymore. I That's could sad. see Josh Allen. That's I not could okay. See Mahomes. I Mahomes see, no. Mahomes has been great. Rogers, Rogers no. He, he's had, he, but think he's about had it. a couple of pedestrian games where that kind of pushes him away. Fair? Yeah. Okay, and then finally, Dwayne Haskins was caught without a mask at a strip club. He's my <laughs> 40k and stripped it from being a captain. Strip, get it? Um, Wait, I, Tommy, hold on. Cut this part out. You missed Tennessee at Green Bay. I know. I didn't want to put that in. Oh, okay. What does it mean? Tennessee basically has that division wrapped up. Green Bay has their division wrapped up. I really don't care about that game. I get some okay. people care, but I don't care. There's not a really yeah, interesting storyline. No, it could be a good game, really but it's not that. really a good. It doesn't have any interesting storylines with it. Okay. I want to keep All this right. short. Um, Dwayne Haskins. You can put that in it. Sorry to interrupt again. You could put no, that. No, it'll be, it'll be it. you're saying. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't care. Um, right. Dwayne Haskins caught without a mask at strip club. Should he be playing on Sunday? Mike. No. And- no, he should not. This is the worst look you can have as a quarterback. You're supposed to lead your team, set an example for your entire team. And the, just last year when, when Haskins was benched, everyone was calling out how it was so unfair he was benched. He should be starting. He should be starting. But look at the look at the behavior he's had. He's not been playing great, and he's going to strip clubs during COVID. What I'm, kind of example does that set as a quarterback? You're right. But also, where are their strip clubs open? That's my question. <laughs> I mean – I get it that you live, you're down there in the South, you know, Florida, Georgia, where things are opened up. But I mean, things are opened up in the South. I know in the South, but has Haskins, how is he down in the South? He's in, in the DC area where I feel like everything is closed. He just came from Washington where everything is closed. Did he make a day trip? Seems weird, but I guess that doesn't really matter. On to college football. For the Washington but, football well, yeah, it obviously is embarrassing. Almost as embarrassing as having to call yourself the Washington football team. But <laughs> on to college football. The playoff has been revealed. What is your reaction? I am shocked and I am fuming for Texas AM. Why are you shocked? How did Notre Dame stay in after that beating they took by Clemson? Notre Dame could have literally done anything in that case and would have stayed in. Yeah, but How Texas can Texas AM. 
Texas A&M took a beating to, from to beating from Alabama in Week One, Tommy. I mean, still, it's been a whole season, and they've proven themselves. Notre Dame, and they, just Notre Dame won. did win that game against Clemson earlier in a double overtime without Trevor Lawrence. You're right, but I'm just saying it's a little more complicated than you think. Maybe Texas A&M should be in. I think that uh, Notre Dame is a fraud team. I don't disagree with you, but I can see where you look at resumes and you could say, I don't really want to see a retread of Alabama, Texas A&M again. Also, I'm not saying Ohio State shouldn't have gotten in, but it's just how does a 6-0 and team, you've played six games, how do you get into the playoffs? And you barely beat Ivy League Wisconsin. I'm, I mean, North um, Northwestern. I'm, I'm not saying they're in Ivy League, but they pretty much might as well. Northwestern, first um, of all, Northwestern's not a bad school, not a bad team. Credit Pat Fitzgerald, future Chicago Bears head coach. He uh, had that defense balling in that first half. I really don't knock him as much for that, but I will agree with you that maybe there should have been some type of punishment for the Big Ten. I don't disagree that, you know, resumes, stuff like that, but also they're probably one of the top four teams in the country. What's the real tragedy of this playoff, in my opinion, is that the fourth best team in the country, the actual fourth best team in the country, is not in the playoff. For good reason, but they're not. It's Florida Gators. You can't put a team with three losses. Well, yeah, I, I know. I know. I know why um, you can't. But, but they are. They gave Alabama the biggest fight that any team would give them this year. Absolutely. Other than Clemson. I would say Clemson, Alabama will be a good, tough game, but losing by six to Alabama, that's pretty tough to not want to get them back in. Well, if they had won against Alabama, I think they would have been in. Oh, I think they would have been. It would have been Florida, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Well, I don't think Ohio State or Notre Dame could give Ohio State, give Alabama even close to a game. 100% agree. So, I mean, which one of those plays Alabama, they're getting throttled. So, I mean, Florida didn't deserve to get in, and there's a reason why they didn't get in, but I still think they are the fourth best team in the country. Let's go on to the Heisman talk right now. Um, They released the finalists today. The finalists are Kyle Trask, Trevor Lawrence, Devontae Smith, and Mac Jones. Last two, both from Alabama. I saw that the favorite is actually Devontae Smith right now in Vegas. Uh, Najee Harris probably should have been there. He's very – You know, this is nothing against Devonta Smith but or Mac Jones, but Kyle Trask is by far and away the best player in the country. Best and I'm not saying no Devonta question. Smith – I'm not saying Devonta Smith isn't an elite wide receiver. And I'm not saying Mac Jones isn't good. First of all, anyone who watched the Alabama-Florida SEC Championship saw that Kyle Trask's arm talent is way, way better than Mac Jones. Mac Jones was doing dump-offs to Najee and slants to Devonta Smith the whole entire game. Trask actually made throws that not everyone could make. If you switch the quarterbacks on each team, it would have been a blow at Alabama. Kyle Trask was the only thing keeping the Gators in this game. No, I don't and disagree. It's a shame that he is probably... Not if if I had to vote, it'll obviously be be Kyle Trask. But well, you're a little biased, but yeah, it's a shame that he's probably not going to win it due to the fact that the Gators have three losses and Alabama has no losses. I mean, Trask is clearly the better quarterback. I'm not disagreeing with you. In fact, I saw a mock draft the other day that said Trask to the Bears. So look out for that. Mm. You'd, mm-hmm. you'd like that, wouldn't you? I actually would love that. Um, One more thing about Trask, 11 more touchdowns than anyone else. No, you don't have to sell me anymore. I think people know that he's better than Mac Jones. 
It's just that also, I don't think Mac Jones is going to win it either. I think that they're finally going to take the opportunity to give it to a non-quarterback, which I think is probably healthy. It's probably not good that the Heisman's become just the best quarterback award. But I do agree that probably the most valuable player uh, in the country, the best player is probably Kyle Trask and credit to him for that. Let's go on to the coaching carousel. One more thing I got to say about Devonta Smith. They keep showing, um, they as in ESPN, Fox Sports, keep showing graphics of um, Desmond Howard. um, Yep, of Desmond Howard's season that he won the Heisman and Devonta Smith's season. Desmond Howard had more touchdowns um, receiving and returning. Well, so if you're going to compare that, I want to see. I mean, he had more Smith, games. I want to see Devonta Smith exceed um, Desmond's numbers, and he just doesn't. So if Desmond is a precedent, Devonta doesn't exceed that. No, I, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I think it probably should be trashed, but at the same time, I'm not going to get too angry about a, a wide receiver winning the Heisman because it's probably a good thing for the sport. Um, well, this is, this is my endorsement for Kyle Trask. Okay. Heisman. Yes. Um, coaching carousel. Uh, I talked to this about this earlier. First up, Brian Harson gets hired by Auburn and I hate the move. I hate it. I don't understand it. Hugh Freeze is there for the taking. And you were telling me earlier how this guy should get a chance. How, you know, he's new, he's fresh, he should get a chance. And that Freeze has already had his chance. The problem with that is we're not in the chance giving business. We are in the winning football games business. And anything you can say about Hugh Freeze, the one thing he's good at doing, winning football games. He is a winner. He won in the SEC. And he has redeemed himself in a lot of people's eyes with what he's done with Liberty. I feel like it feels very like a very incompetent thing to do. Um, I'm not saying Harson is a bad coach or that he shouldn't get his chance somewhere. But it shouldn't be in the SEC, and it shouldn't be with Auburn. You know, I, I'm not going to completely disagree with you because as a Gator fan, and we all know um, with our experience with um, Jim McElwain, it's not always a great thing to hire a group of five coach to come and play and coach for an SEC school. Well, but, to be fair, um, he had experience in the SEC before. He did. As a head coach, he didn't. Um, but he had, yes, coach under Nick Saban. But um, Hugh Freeze also had said a couple of weeks ago that he was staying at Liberty. So maybe Auburn did reach out to him and he said, no, That's I'm content what he here said, at Liberty. Though. What he said was it would take a special place to get him away from Liberty. He did not close the door on him. Okay. Well. And that's just the business of college football was leaving schools like that. And I think players understand that. They would do the same. If we were offering more money and more prestige, he may even bring some players along with them. Um, next, Brian um, Bilama to Illinois. You probably don't know much about this one. Well, you know about Brian Bilama. Yep. Well, I mean, he, I'll let you take this one, though. Well, okay, well he was great at Wisconsin. He was at 16 and 24 at Wisconsin. And then he basically got forced out because he didn't like wearing with working with uh, Wisconsin AD Barry Alvarez, who kind of just pushes people away. Mm-hmm. Surprise, Paul Chris has not gotten the hell out of Madison yet. And that's not a knock at Wisconsin, but it's the truth. It's a very interesting hire. I think he a, has a high ceiling. I mean, was it three? He's won three Big Ten championships. I mean, he knows how to coach in the Big Ten. And obviously things didn't work out at Arkansas, but he wasn't a terrible coach there. So I like the hire. I think they were a little too quick to fire Lovey during COVID here after he had a bounce a nice year last year where he started to show that he, the potential that his teams could have. But I, do, I don't hate the hire. 
Next, Jed Fish goes to Arizona again. Not one thing. I don't know if you know much about that one either. Fish. He has been about to about twelve different teams. Yeah, a lot of. Um, a lot he's of hopped schools. all around, and I guess that gives you a lot of experience and a lot of different people to take um, advice and things to learn from. So I, I like a coach that's been to a lot of places. Um, Fans are pissed, and they should be honestly, because the, the, he he comes the, from being the quarterback coach at New England. He he has no real connection to coaching out West. How no can connection to the Pac-12. How could the fans I, be pissed? How, you're getting a Bill Belichick understudy here. That's not – no, that's not the way we're looking at it. You're getting someone that worked you under look, the greatest coach of well, all time. What, what they should be – what they're really upset about is the How fact that – How can you be upset about it, that? It looks like the AD didn't want to hire this guy. Who's the university president? Robin C. Roberts, who decided, he said he, that's not how a healthy program runs. Ask the University of Texas. Where you have well, sometimes you have people who are not football people yep. controlling the, the the program. That's not smart. Uh, one thing I'd like to go back to: yeah. Auburn did, con- according to two four seven sports, Auburn they reached did out to, contact to Hugh Freeze. Yeah, um, but I still who don't knows think what that's... went on with that conversation? Uh, Could have gone either way. Maybe Freeze said, "No, look, I'm I'm happy here." Freeze gave him a number. I feel like and they couldn't more. meet that number. I feel like there's um, there's other candidates that are better though. Well, um, Army's going to play West Virginia at the Liberty Bowl. I think that's great. Tennessee agreed. deciding not they're going to not going to play in a bowl game because of COVID reasons, quote unquote. They just don't want to get smacked again. Yeah, probably not. They're losing recruits left and right because of this awful season. There's and a place where you freeze band up. Not help them. That's that's very possible, especially now that Auburn isn't going to get them. Then the one bowl game I really find interesting this weekend, there's another bowl game as part of TG's Quick Fix. This is the one I really want to talk about. Uh, the Cure Bowl in our Orlando. Me and Noah used to live around there. That's where mm-hmm. we met. Uh, Liberty versus number 12, Coastal Carolina. I think that Liberty, it's Liberty uh, plus seven right now, which I think is too many is way too many points because Liberty, they've lost one game all year. One game to North Carolina State, who isn't terrible. And I mean... They played on a good schedule. I really think they should be getting more respect uh, against the Coastal Carolina team, which is also very good. But I think these two match up well together against each other. I think it's going to be a great game. It's it's a fight between um, two group of five teams that people say haven't got enough respect this year. And um, not, yeah, I think I don't think seven's too much. I'll be honest with you. In today's day and age, seven is not the same as 10 years ago. Still. Getting seven points today with these high-scoring three, offenses. That, three and a half, four, maybe. Seven, I just don't see it. Personally, all right. don't see it. More mask – and this is – we're going to, like, regular headlines here outside of football. Uh, more mask madness with Harden caught without a mask with teammates at another, at another strip club. So, it <laughs> feels like some people were figuring out strip clubs were open around – and their first game was canceled against – Okay, see, people were saying this is a ploy to get him traded. Is that is that probably what happened? Um, I don't know about that because there was a video, but I got to say on a personal note, I hate this because Harden was my first pick in fantasy basketball this year. <laughs> wow, um, I had like the sixth pick, so I can't think of me. a more wasted potential in a player who has proven to be, and this is going to be a hot take more of a loser 
than James Harden. Loser with a capital L. Because he does not seem like a good teammate from everything I can tell. He seems very mm-hmm. self-centered, even compared to like Russell Westbrook, who I think is not, I mean, he's... I love Russell Westbrook. I think he's a great teammate. I think he pushes... No, I agree. Be no, I agree. Yeah. I, I see passion in Russell yeah. Westbrook. I, that makes I agree. Me like I don't see that in James Harden. I don't see that and in Harden, yeah. It's another Dwayne Haskins scenario. This is the leader of your team, and they're going to a strip club during COVID. When you're supposed to be getting ready for a season, I just, I don't like it. So that's that's my take on that. I think he is a great player who does not ha- know how to be a great team player or be a great teammate or to be a winner. Best way of putting it. And now it's time for what you all have been waiting for, TG's quick picks for December 26th and 27th. This time it will be two college football or NFL because it is bowl season as well as college football games. Let's start off with college football. The FBC Cure Bowl. I like Liberty plus seven versus Coastal Carolina. They probably are the two best teams in the group of five. I think this is too many points to give because I think Liberty is actually a lot better than people are giving credit for being. Coastal Carolina is obviously great, but I really like Hugh Freeze. I really like his team. I like what they bring to the table. Give me Liberty, the Flames, plus seven. Then in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, uh, which will be... SMU Stadium, actually, in Dallas. The first one was in Orlando. This one is in Dallas. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, minus 14, versus UTSA, Texas Antonio, the Roadrunners. Obviously, ULL is probably the third best team in Group of Five. They have had an incredible season. Billy Napier says he's going to be around next year as well, their head coach, which could mean that good, good times could keep rolling past COVID. Uh, I like I like them to really win really nice here. Minus 14, give it to me. Then in the NFL, start with the Saturday games. Tampa Bay at Detroit, over 53.5. Points, 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 points. I like both these offenses a lot. Give me the over. Then Miami, minus 3 at Las Vegas. The Raiders, I think their playoff hopes are donezo now. The Dolphins. They're still playing to secure a playoff spot. Tua's hot. Tua's hungry. I like Miami minus three in this game. Then, on Sunday, Cincinnati plus eight at Houston. I get it. This could be a major letdown spot for the Bengals after their big win against Pittsburgh. However, Houston is really bad. Really, really bad. And while I could see Houston maybe winning, Eight points is way too many to give in this game, at least in my opinion. Give me the Bengals plus eight. Finally, Rams plus one and a half at Seattle. I get it. Rams had a terrible week last week. They lost to the Jets. The Jets. But I like this as a come as a bounce back spot. Seattle, they've been playing pretty well lately after a after a tough stretch, but I still see the Rams as bouncing back in this game. Give me the Rams. Good episode. This uh, it's really nice having this having this microphone. The more I've been thinking about it, the more I've been trying to come up with good content ideas for ice cold mm-hmm. sports. Because this, I like doing this podcast. I like talking about sports like this. But at the same time, this is not bringing in the you know the casual you know listener people who know me and you. Obviously, will right. listen. We got to brainstorm some ideas. Some good. Um, I- I have a few ideas down the some pipe. Some games and stuff like that, you know. 
I've thought about maybe me and you doing like little little live watching live watching football. Oh, on uh, Instagram yeah. Live. About that. I don't hate that. I don't hate Good. that. Oh yeah, that's that's an idea. I've been thinking about when I have a losing week doing TG's quick picks. Do make you myself do something, do something crazy. Like yeah. don't make it take an ice bath or something like that. Something <laughs> you crazy. You really should. You should do that. When it snows that's out here, I'll just do my underwear. I'll just uh, just do like a snow angel. So you know what? Yeah, next time. I have a losing week on TG's Quick Picks, which I did have one last week. Sadly, went uh, th- two, three, and one. Um, I will, I will do a. You have to jog walk. half a mile in your underwear. No, that we're not doing that because I'm in a residential <laughs> neighborhood. But I will walk okay, outside fine, fine. and I will for a whole minute take do nice snow, walk. snow angels. Okay. Yeah. Snow angels in the snow. Snow angels in the snow um, sounds good to me. If you have a losing week. If I have a losing week, that will hold me accountable to yes. the beautiful people viewers. are depending on you, Tommy. Here, you're right to pay their mortgages. The government's yeah. only giving them a six hundred dollars. They can <laughs> I take mean, that six hundred dollars. They got to turn somewhere. That's they exactly right. You parlay all TG's quick picks with those six hundred bucks. <laughs> you you you're making it through, baby. You can you might be able to make it through the pandemic. So there you go. All right, folks. Thank you for listening. I'm Thomas Gann. Thank you for to Noah Shiver. For coming on, me on Tommy. For coming on America's Sports Show, Ice Cold Sports. We'll see you guys next time. One more thing before we sign off: Merry Christmas. I wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, all of you. It's been a tough year, but we can hold it together, guys. Keep the hope alive for a better 2021. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening this long. Merry Christmas. Have a happy new year. Hold your loved ones tight. Tell someone that you love that you love them. And have a good night.